the grace of God can walk and can talk. We want to thank Him and praise Him. Thank God that you've got some work to do. Thank Him, God. Even when you don't even have work, you still eat and you drink. We want to praise His name. We want to say, Lord, I'm thankful. Oh, Lord, I Oh, hallelujah, Ramasuna, Ramama. Oh, Maramaseka, Ramado, Ramaseka, we want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you. Thank you. That the past six months has kept you. It's been raining and shining, but you are still around. What took others away couldn't take you away. What killed people on the road couldn't kill you. What destroyed others couldn't destroy you. Oh, hallelujah, Rabasanda Rabama. Oh, Mama Rabasoma Rabama. Lima Mora Rabasodo Rabasode Rabama. Oh, then sings my soul. Somebody say, How great thou art! How great thou art! How great thou art! How great thou art!
give God a hand of praise. We are going to pray shortly. And we're going to pray that as we step into this seventh month, may the Lord make a difference between those who serve God and those who don't serve Him. Amen. Amen. You see, when you work for a company, eh, you are different from somebody who doesn't work for the company. You are treated differently. So when you work for God, there's a special treatment. Amen. So I pray that may you receive that special treatment. It's in Malachi chapter 3 verse 18. May you receive that special treatment. Are you getting me? Yes. Some years ago, I was driving from Ethiopia and the right. And uh, this big truck had lost control petrol tanker. And was descending from Mr. One down to Adwejiri. Lost control and was hitting cars all over the place. And we were the next car that this was coming against. But somewhere, somehow, the vehicle here, the tanker here into somebody's house, broke the wall and stuck in the house there. And then I stopped right in front of the uh, railway crossing. If just, just before hitting somebody, uh, 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 a trader out there. And somebody came and said, wait, you are uh, like, talk medicine. I brought my food. I said, we are the Lord on us. Yes. The enemy had attempted Dr. Ampia Kofi, the wife and myself, we are going for a program, going to minister. But the Lord made a difference. This month, may the Lord make a difference. Look at that scripture. We are going to look at just two scriptures and we use it to pray. Malachi 3, 18, write it. Then you shall again, I like King James, say, discern between the, then shall you return and discern between the righteous and the wicked and between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. <laughs> Amen. NIV or NLT. NIV, quickly please. Then you will again see the difference between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not serve Him. Because you serve God, may you get new jobs, new contracts. May everything change about you for the positive. Can I have an amen? It means that may, may you laugh for joy. Genesis 21, 6. The Bible says concerning Sarah, Sarah didn't have a child, but when she received the visitation of God, she began to laugh. Remember that it's from tomorrow that we have our fasting. So we are beginning the prayer. Amen. So you can imagine that. It's a, and the whole week of supernatural encounter with Apostle Henry Johnson and then myself by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. Ministry. So we began. We began, and I, I wanted to pray to Genesis 21, verse 6. Oh, Jesus. Sarah said, God has brought me laughter, and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. Amen. May God bring you laughter. Amen. Sometimes you go through situations and people are laughing at you, but this time, may they laugh with you. Amen. 
In this coming month, I said, may they laugh with you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, some of you, it's been a long time since you laughed, though. You know, so you, there, you try to do something, but the laughter is not there. But may the Lord make you laugh. Amen. That's the prayer, the prayer we are praying. Amen. Amen. So he said, Lord, let there be a difference between me, who serves you, and those who don't serve you. And like Sarah, put laughter in my mouth. And what made Sarah to laugh? Gave him Isaac. May God give you your Isaac. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? And this month, the third scripture is that may you never miss anything. Exodus 23, 25. He says that, and you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread and your water. Amen. Do you know that sometimes you take some water and you get disease? We call it waterborne disease. And then you can eat some food and you run. You've got foodborne disease. But as for you, when you touch food, may the food be blessed. Amen. And may the water be blessed. Amen. I hear in the church. Yes. Is it a good thing I'm saying? Yes. Have you ever eaten some food that you had a problem with the food before? Yes. yes. Because the food was not blessed. Because when God blesses your food, the food will do you good. Amen. He said, and you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread and water, and I will take sickness from the midst of thee. And verse 26 says that, 26, there shall nothing cause you are young, nor be barren your land. That means that fruitfulness is your portion. And the number of your days I will fulfill long life. Amen. So lift your hand and say, mm. Listen, 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 listen. The prayer that works is the prayer that is prayed from the heart. I want to pray from your heart. Amen. And what we are praying about, you will see the results practically as we step into the new month. Oh, your, your amen, your amen needs a amen. Except you are talking to a dead God. Maybe except you are talking to some wood or metal. But if you are only talking to the living God, in the house of blessings, then this God will hear you. Sing the 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, Lord, I present, I present myself, to, myself you to you as a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. In the coming month, touch my life. Touch my life. May I serve you, I serve you in, spirit in spirit and in truth. And, in truth. and let your grace, and, let your grace and, your glory and your glory become my portion. Become my portion. In the name of Jesus. 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 I receive my miracles. I shall my hands. I say, I am here. I am here. As your candidate. For uncommon blessings. Uncommon grace. Uncommon anointing. I bring you. I bring you. My worship. My worship. I bring you. I bring you. My thanks. My thanks. I bring you. I bring you. My adoration. My adoration. In the name. In the name of the Lord. Of the Lord. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Of Nazareth. Of Nazareth. Son of the living God. Son of the living God. Nobody give the Lord a hand of praise. Jesus. Amen. I am the sacrifice. I have more than a song today. I brought myself. I am your worship. I am your worship. I have more than a song. I have more than a song today.
Lord, this man, breathe on me. Just breathe your name upon me, breathe. Yahweh, Yahweh, it's your name, breathe, Lord. Just breathe your name. Just breathe your name upon me. It's a song about the Holy Spirit. It says, Holy Spirit, come upon me. Breathe upon me. Breathe. 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 I need your breath. Breathe your name upon me.
familiar one, we thank him and appreciate him. Just breathe your name upon me, Lord. Breathe, 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 breathe. Breathe upon every family represented here. Breathe upon every business here. Breathe upon every marriage here. Breathe upon every relationship here. Breathe upon everybody here. Whatever that they need, oh God, breathe. Your breath makes a difference. Your breath makes a difference. Let every Jericho wall fall by your breath. Let the mountains be leveled and the valleys be exalted and the crooked path be made straight by your breath, oh God. Let our breath into our children's life, oh God. Breathe into every marriage here, God. Breathe into every business here, God. Breathe into finances here, Lord. Breathe, breathe. Let your breath bring promotion, Lord. Let your breath bring honor, Lord. Let your breath make a way where there seems to be no way. We give you thanks and we give you praise. We give you glory. Let your breath bring customers, oh God. Let your breath take away the corona and bring normalcy into life, oh God. Let your breath do a new thing in our lives. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We praise you. We need you, Lord. We praise you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Almighty God. Almighty God.
Captain of Israel's host and God. Lord, as you are going, guide us, oh, guide us. Let me declare your word as of an oracle. Let your people be blessed and anointed in a special way. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Can you take your seat? I think we've done enough of church. We can go home. We take our offering and go home. Hallelujah. Now, I started teaching on the importance of having the presence of God. Hallelujah. When you have an important person as your friend or somebody close to you, you feel so good and great. If your president is on your side, the chief of your hometown is on your side, American president is on your side, you say, woo, but all this will come and pass. But our God is ever present. And the Bible says in, that he's an, in Psalm 46 verse 1, he's an ever present help 
in time of trouble. Age. Someone say age. Look at it. God is our refuge. And our strength, we are holding a very present help. A very, a very, a very, a very present help. That means that the time that you need the help, He's there ready. Oh, Yachabahatayaba. A very present help in time of trouble. Isn't this God marvelous? Isn't he amazing? So if, and, and because of that, I said, therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Oh, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, and though the mountains shake with the swelling of thereof. What a God. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. There's a river which is the river of the Holy Spirit. It shall make glad the city of God, the people of God. The holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Wow. God is in the midst of her. God is in the midst of the church. God is in the midst of his people. She shall not be moved. I say you, we shall not be moved. You will not be moved. And he said, God shall help her. The her that is talking about the church. And the church is you and I. <laughs> Ooh, God is in the midst of her and God shall help her God shall help you can I have an amen so you see having the presence of God is so important because if you have the if a child has the presence of the mother they feel, or the father they feel very confident feel very relaxed because the presence of the parents give them provision, protection, preservation and promotion and the same way to when God is in your life. But you see, sometimes the parents may even have a limitation in their supplies. But God is not limited and cannot be limited and will not be limited by anything. Hallelujah. So if there is anybody's presence that we need to convert, then that must be the presence of God. That's why Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 says that, Not by mind, nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord. And when Jesus came... For him to be able to do exploits, he needed the presence of God. So in Luke chapter uh, uh, 3, verse number 21 and 22, Bible says that whilst he was being baptized and praying, the heaven was open and, uh, and, 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 and the Holy Spirit came upon him like a dove. And the Father said, this is my beloved son who I am well pleased. In Genesis chapter 2, verse number 7, the Bible declares that when man was created from the dust of the earth, man was lifeless. And God breathed into man the breath of life and man became a living soul. So it means that it's the breath of God that actually activated life in man. It means that without the, without the breath of God, without the spirit of God, whatever you are is dead. Your business is dead. Your marriage is dead. Your finances are dead. It is the spirit of God that activates things. May the spirit of God activate you. May the Spirit of God give you wisdom. That's the reason why even as a student or whatever you are doing, the Bible says that God said, I will send you the Holy Spirit and he shall rem remind you of all things. It means that the Holy Spirit is a spirit of, for remembrance. So when you are going to write the examinations, they go to the Holy Spirit. Remind me of the stuff that I have cleansed. Can I have an amen? He is a spirit of remembrance. So we say, spirit of remembrance. So we actually need 
the presence. Someone say the presence. Yeah. If there is anything that you always have to pray about, it's the presence. The presence. The presence. The presence. That's why the songwriter say, Your presence is heaven to me. Your presence is to me. Who is like you, Lord? In all the earth, much less love and beauty and less worth. Nothing in this world, nothing in this world can satisfy. Say, Jesus. Jesus, you're the cup that will run dry. Who is like you, Lord? Just look at the words. Who is like you, Lord, in all the earth? Much less love and beauty, endless words. Much less love and beauty, endless words. Nothing in this world, nothing in this world could die. chapter 4 verse 13 when they saw about the disciples of Jesus what they said he said now when they saw the boldness someone said boldness when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus it means that being with Jesus changes you and takes you from timidity to boldness. You know, Peter was the one who a little girl said, are you not one of the disciples of Jesus? I said, Jehu, me? No. But when the Holy Spirit came upon him, he turned into another man. 
And that day he stood and preached and 3,000 people gave their lives to the Lord. And when the Holy Spirit came upon them now, they became activated. And so they could stand. And when the people saw their boldness, they perceived that they had been with Jesus. It means that when you are with Jesus, when you have the presence of God, boldness comes unto you. This coming man received boldness. Now, who, who are the ones who have to get the presence of God? Amen. How do you get the presence of God? Tell somebody, I need a presence. Amen. So, who has to get the presence of God? What is it that causes you to have the presence of God? Number one. Those who preach about Jesus and salvation have the presence of God. Acts chapter 4 verse 12 to 14 says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Amen. So you realize that, um, you see, when somebody preaches salvation, eh, when you are working for somebody, you have the backing of the person. When somebody is employed as a policeman, he has the backing of the government of the Republic of Ghana. The presence of the government is with him. So when you preach the gospel, because you are preaching about Jesus, his presence is with you. And that's why Romans 1 to says, Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to those who believe it. So if you want the power of God in your life, begin to become a preacher of the gospel. You'll be so amazed. You see, this, gospel, this thing became so real to me. I remember, was it after six form or so? And then, I started, as, I, as I started preaching the word of God, and I went to a place, and we were having some meeting, and I just went and laid hands on somebody, and I'd never kn- known that thing before. I'd never read anywhere. The person fell. Then the next person fell. Next person, and I was wondering, if I, 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 for a moment I became afraid. That what has come upon me, that I'm just stretching my hand, I'm touching. Some of them, I don't even touch them. I just stretch my hand, and they've gone down, stretch my hand, and then I became afraid. Then later on, I learned that that is the power of the presence of the Holy Spirit. And people will be screaming, and people are getting healed, and I was just wondering, what is it that is going on? So, if you want the power of God to operate in your life, this is the key. Number one key is be a preacher of the gospel. When you work for Bank of Ghana, Bank of Ghana takes care of you. Takes care of your children, everything, the education, all those things. Yeah. You see, the, the, the mightier and the bigger an institution you work for, the more privileges you get from them. So, which better personality can you ever work for than to work for the Most High God? So, when you preach the gospel, you have the presence of God. From today, may you have the presence of God as you preach your gospel in Jesus' name. Can I have an amen? Number two, those who stay in fellowship for long times, for long times have the presence of God. Eh? Those who stay in fellowship. Acts 1, 21 and 22. He said, wherefore of these men which have companied with us, underline men who have companied with us, all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John unto, unto the same day that he was taken from us, must one be ordained to be 
a witness with us of his resurrection. Now, when, when Judas lost his bishopric role or his apostolic you know, position, they needed to get a 12 person to add to that. Now, they were wondering who was to be put over there. And then they came up with a criteria. And what the, uh, one major criterion was that the person must have been with them since the days of Christ, going up and down with them. So it means that a Nino was not supposed to be chosen. A new person was not supposed to be chosen, but somebody who had companied with them. Are you with me? You see, like, when you take the political parties, for instance, when they are choosing a presidential candidate, there are people in line, oh. Yeah, people in line. People are waiting. Yeah. People are waiting. The people who have been there for a long time, those who have been in their trenches, they call it, they have been in the trenches with them for a long time. Are you getting me? Yeah. So the Lord also watches those who are in the trenches and then chooses them to do things. <laughs> and so when you stay in fellowship with the Lord for a long time, He speaks to you. You see, when somebody becomes your friend, you, you are with somebody for a long time, all of a sudden you say, the person opens up to you. When you throw yourself, the more you soak yourself in the bath, you realize that the more wet you become. When you stay in, in an environment where there's a lot of smoke, you pick up, the more you stay in that environment, the more you pick the smoke. I hope you're getting me. So, the more that you stay in the presence of God, you stay in the house of God, you come into spirit, onto spiritual meetings, you don't do quack, 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 you come in and go out. But you hang around, that is when you become intoxicated with the presence of God. If you look at the people who, excuse me to say, they take some drink, you realize that those that the drink works on them are those who sit down for long hours. They take and they chew some ginger, some fried fish or octopus, and they are chatting, then they drink, they put it down, they drink, they do that, they drink, they put that. And so they can be sitting down for two, two hours, three hours. Then you realize that the thing will be working on them. Will be working on them. Will be working on them. I know I have witnesses here. We have been saved by grace. Amen. Yeah. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Look at that. Yeah. That's why Bible says that don't be drunk with wine. Wherein is excess. That means that when you drink wine, you, get, you do excess. Are you getting me? Yeah. But, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. That means that the drunkenness gets you into excesses. And so when you are drunk with alcohol, it gets into some foolish excesses. And when you also get drunk with the Holy Spirit, it also moves you from normal, normal life to excessive, vibrant Christian life. Yes. I want you to know that, you see, there's energy you have. Eh? Do you know that when people drink alcohol, they become energetic? Hello? Even they become more sexually activated. Even though it doesn't help them in their performance. Eh? When you drink alcohol, yeah, it will, it will make you feel like, <clears throat> I want to. But, yeah. And when you take the Holy Spirit, the more you stay in the presence of the Lord, you become hyper in the Spirit. Are you getting me? 
So you see, when you are becoming cool, 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 you must know that Charlie, your, your Holy Spirit dosage is low. Or is lowering. It means that you need to have time in the presence of the Lord. Am I teaching something here? So it means that the more you stay in the presence, have you realized that if you don't come to church one week, two weeks, you see that you now actually haven't come to church, you feel some way. And then you realize that your spiritual temperature too has gone down. Especially when you are not even having time to pray. There are times that business becomes so hectic. You wake up in the morning, they are calling you here, they are calling you there, they are calling Hey! And Satan is very bad though. The blessing that is coming, he now diverts your attention onto the blessing more than the blesser. And he's trying to push you into a corner and once you move away from the presence of God, you have no protection. Then he finishes you. I've seen it happen to many people all the time. Once they can smell the money, initially they didn't have any. Then they start getting some. Say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Uh, then as more is coming, say, no, there's opportunity. Let me get more. Let me get more. Then, before I realize, you are veered away from the presence of God. I hope you are getting me. If you are a young lady, you can easily move away from the presence of God. A man comes to you and says, I like you. I'll shop for you. Shop for you. I cry more to John Shemo. John Shemo to the, all the malls all over the place. I'll take you to Las Palmas from more to more. Now let's go to Paris. Yeah, he's got you a Schengen visa. And all of a sudden, before I realize, you see that you have lost appetite for the God. Maybe initially you even meant to preach to the person. Now the person is preaching to you. Another message. You have been converted. The converter has been converted. I, I hope you are getting me. So, so the point I'm making is that learn to stay in the presence of God. You yourself, sit down. Learn to be alone. Eh? Huh? Then sing unto God. And just be there. And as you are there, you will feel His presence and will be talking to you. He will be talking to you. Learn to be alone. Learn how to be alone. Learn how to be alone. In my university days, anytime they are going for lectures, I lecture my, my, my hall of residence, the lecture theater was pretty far. And we had to walk. And so I work in the company of others, I decided to sometimes walk alone. So that by the time I get there, I would have prayed up my spirit man and edified and charged my spirit man up. Instead of having chit-chat, 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 and then... And the more you talk, one thing about the Holy Spirit is that the more you talk, you drain. So even after preaching, if you're a preacher, listen, this is one of the things that gets people into trouble. When you, when you do spiritual things, you leak. Are you here with me? So when you come to church and you do services in the house of God and you don't pray and you don't feel in the word of God, you become carnal. So church workers can easily become very carnal because they have expended spiritual energy. And since something has gone out of you and you have not refilled and, we, you know, by, by, by the laws of nature, you know, every space must be occupied, then your spirit man is going to be occupied with something else. That's the reason why Jesus Christ, Mark 1.35, Bible says, a great while before they will rise up to go and pray. Because he has gone to minister to the people. And he has discharged virtue. Do you remember one time he prayed for someone, he says that, you know, somebody touched me, he says, somebody has touched me. Virtue has left him. So every time Corey says, you come and sing. When you finish your next singing, don't just come and stand here. You have leaked. Into muhiya, refilling. 
So before you are, after the service, no, just come, sit down before you go and talk, blah, 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 or before you come to the stage, you'd have met. Charge yourself up before. Amen. Greetings, you shake people's hands. Eh? You don't know the hands you are shaking. So you are anointed, you have lit anointing. Yes, you have lit anointing. So that is why. And that is why sometimes if you, you have not filled yourself up, the moment you get home, no, some boy has come. Or girl has come. Or a woman has come. And then there's a trap. Amen. There's a trap. Or let's even go and watch football instead of, you know, engaging yourself in spiritual things. Because you are lacking fellowship. Amen. This is a topic that I can preach the whole, you know, Proverbs 23:30. Did that tarry longer than wine? Look at it. <laughs> Sorry. Let's look at it quickly. Proverbs 23, verse 30. Proverbs 23:30. I want you to look at that scripture. Those, so those who stay in church for long hours have the presence of God. Amen. They that tarry long at the wine. Oh, Lord, help us. They that go to seek mixed wine. Hmm? They that tarry long. Now, he asked a question before then. You know, they that tarry long at the wine. I think when you start from 29, he's going to give you that explanation. So, those who has woe, now watch, he said, who has woe, and who has sorrow, and who has contentions, and who has babbling, and who has wounds without cause, who has redness of eyes. Eh? When you, they that tarry long what, at the wine. So, when you tarry long at the wine, it gives you a certain result. And when you tarry long with the Holy Spirit also, it gives you a certain result. I hope you are getting me. Yeah, so tarry long by prayer. Tarry long. Amen. Mm. And Isaiah 40, 31 says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. So when you stay with somebody for a long time, do you know that when you stay with somebody for a long time, you begin to look like him? So the more you stay in the presence of God, the more you begin to look like God and feel like God and talk like God. That's the reason why when Moses went in the presence of God and he came back, people couldn't look at his face. So it's important to have fellowship. Amen. So join groups in the church. After church, don't be in a hurry to run away. I'm wondering where people are running away to. From Monday to Saturday, you have been doing your own whatever. Sunday, actually, you see the Jews, eh, they believe that even when they work on Sunday, which is their, their Sabbath, sorry, their Sabbath is Saturday, but Sabbath is Sabbath, whichever day you choose. If you don't use it for God, they believe that they will be killed. And it's in scripture. And so they are very serious in keeping that when you go to Israel, from Friday evening to Saturday, nothing, everything is kaput. No planes fly. Nobody, nobody does anything. It's for God. And you must be able to know that this God has kept you. Uh, you need to spend time. Give yourself to God in doing something in the house of God. And I want you to know that there's a difference between those who serve God and those who don't serve God. 
I'll spend time and teach on that later. Can I have an amen? Number three. Those who praise God and worship Him have the presence of God. Psalm 100 verse 4. We are talking about the importance of the presence of God. Now, who are those who get His presence? That means that what do you do to get the presence? Eh? Number one is what? Preach the gospel. Number two, fellowship for a long time. Amen? Number three, praise God and worship Him. Those who praise God. Eh? Psalm 100 verse 4. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. So you enter His courts with praise. So when you have praise, what happens? When you praise God, what happens to you? You have His presence. You enter His courts with what? Praise. So the protocol for having the presence of God, one of the protocols for having the presence of God is to learn to praise Him. And Psalm 22 verse 3 says, to collaborate that scripture, Psalm 22 verse 3, write it, write it. You are going to be preaching. When you go home, teach yourself, sit your husband and say, honey, sit down, let me teach you Bibles more. Uh, my wife, sit down. Every husband should be able to teach their wife. Yes. And teach your children. And parents, too. children, when you also go home, say, daddy, we learn this in church. And you start sharing with your daddy. Your daddy will see that Charlie, he needs to learn a lot. So you call you say, you come and share. Every time you come from church. So write the scriptures. You, thou art holy, you that inhabits what? The praises of Israel. So it means that every time that we are praising God, our praise acts, uh, creates an atmosphere for God to come and stay in. It creates a chair for God to come and sit on. It creates a bed for God to come and lie on. So if you want your house to be filled with the presence of God, let your house be a place of praise and not a place of quarrel. (laughs) Amen. Number four. Have you realized that when we are starting service, we start with praise and worship? Yeah, it's to draw the presence of God. It's not like we want to be excited and jumping up and down. It's very important. That's why when you miss the, the praise and worship, you see that you, you have missed something very important. Number four, those who have a thankful spirit have the presence of God. Those with a thankful spirit, still in Psalm 100 verse 4, enter his gates with thanksgiving. That means that without, without thanksgiving, you cannot enter his gates. So it means that you cannot get the presence of God without thanking. Now, you see, when you thank somebody, you indicate to the person that what he did for you, you like it. And so there could even be more for you, so the person will do more for you. Amen. Yeah. When I give you a gift and you do a flat face to me, what shows that you like it? Maybe, maybe I, I have a number of those things for you, but I'm just testing you. So once I realize that you like it, then I go, so, oh, I've got more. You know, the way you showed excitement, so this thing that you like, I have more for you. So you see, God has a lot of blessings for us, but because we don't learn to say thank you, we don't get the rest. Amen. Are you here with me? Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20. Ephesians 5 20. Look at this quickly. Ephesians 5 20. Wow. Giving thanks always. Eh? Giving thanks always for what? All things. Amen. 
So thanksgiving must become a lifestyle. Giving thanks always. So give God thanks. Giving thanks always. For all things. Give thanks for what? All things. Right? Give thanks for what? All things. Give thanks for all things. Give thanks for all things. Amen. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 to 21, it says, Don't be drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So, it's important to thank the Lord for all things. Why do we have to thank God and praise Him? Because it draws the presence of God. And the opposite of thanking and praising God is to criticize, to complain, and to murmur. So God is against criticisms and memories. When you, you see, as the presence of God, I mean, as you praise and thank God, it draws the presence of God. When you criticize and you murmur, it also draws evil spirits. Yes. It draws evil spirits. It draws death. It draws all kinds of things. You see, I'm going to show you some scripture. <laughs> Numbers chapter 11, verse 1 to 3, 5 to 6. Write it. Then Numbers chapter 14, verse 1 to 4, 11 to 12, uh, 22 to 29. I'll show you something real quick over there. So write, if praise draws God's presence, then Complaints, memories, and criticism drives away God's presence and draws in demons. I'll show you scripture. Let's read together. And when the people come... Oh, I want us to read it. Everybody, if you don't mind. When the people complained, it displeased the Lord. You see, the people were supposed to be thanking God that they were hewers of wood and drawers of water in Egypt, is that right? And God has delivered them from slavery. But for all, and was given a manna which was a balanced diet to eat. But they would never seem to appreciate things. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what? The songwriter said, count your blessings, name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done for your life. Are you here with me? Never compare yourself. Say, oh, I don't have this, I don't have a car. I don't have this type of car. You have got life. Amen. My, my, my mates are married and me, I'm there. So what is it? God has left me. What, is, what sign shows that if you are not married, God has left you? Because there are people who are married and they wish that the man will not be there or the woman will not be there. Yes. There are people who say, I do kunumami, my brother. Kunumami, I do kunumami, kunumami. It's true. Yes. Yeah, they are tired. They've done everything. You, you don't know. You talk to people. I've talked to somebody before. many years ago, almost about 30 years ago. The person said, Look, see, I said, he said, Pastor, I'm tired. I'm tired. So you can just imagine if you could open your mouth to say that. It means that I did. I said, Pray. Loma Lababa, kill him. Yabaraba, kill him. Kill him. Kill him. So please. If you are married and you are troubling your partner, be careful. You don't know the prayers that are being prayed. But the Lord will deliver you. <laughs> oh, but it's for real. Are you getting me? The point I'm making is that, you see, 
look at people, look at what you have, and say, Lord, no matter my situation, I'm grateful to you. You see, gratefulness, eh, eh, thankfulness will cause grace to abound in your life. Yeah. When you, and what is grace? Favor. So when you learn to say, Lord, thank you for this, thank you for that, thank you, even if you can thank people, you will see that the people will do more for you. But when somebody thinks that you don't appreciate him or her, the person will even move away from you. Are you here with me? Yeah, if I come to you and I realize that you don't appreciate me, you don't respect me, you don't believe me, why should I get close? I, I'm not, I, don't, I may not want to get close to you. So if you don't appreciate what God is giving to you, God may not get close to you again. That's why you lose the presence of God. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. And so, from today, never compare yourself to anybody. Bible says they comparing themselves one to another were not wise. Amen. He said, all I have is a tabletop. Thank God. The one with the tabletop at the end of the day get kinky and fish eats. The one with air conditioned shop gets kinky and fish to eat. You are both not naked. Maybe it's just the, the clothing, whatever, that may be different. But for now, God has still been with you. And you eat and you drink and you have somewhere to lay your head. So what's your problem? What's your problem? Many years ago, when somebody walked to me and said, are you still driving your, are you still driving your Nissan? And I said, what is wrong about driving my Nissan? Is Nissan not a car? And if it, even I don't have a car, but God has blessed me with legs. So I can walk around. Amen. It doesn't reduce the quality of the anointing. <laughs> you see, when, when you have this prayer, there, you see people and they are blessed. Oh Lord, I thank you for them. But I know my time too is coming. And you too, your time is coming. Do you believe that? Oh, you'll be so surprised. People drive their cars. The next time you drive mega cars. Yes. People are built, but when it's your time to build, you, you will be surprised the house you will build. You say, Pastor, stop talking. Me, even land, I don't have the money for land. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, see the Lord. When wanted to build, Mommy will go and do her painting, sell dollars, this, that, 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 that. We, did, we, work, we work with our might or whatever. We rather bought the land, then somebody came and took the land. <laughs> then when God wanted to bless her, he rather touch somebody's side and said, give the land for free. Architect designed the building for free. Then the architect who was supposed to charge us was now even giving us money. That shows that God is the builder. And Bible says, unless the Lord build the house, unless the Lord build your marriage, unless the Lord build your education, that is why you must get close to this God who builds. Let's look at this scripture and then maybe finish it out because of time. Uh, the Numbers chapter 11, verse 1. It, it displeases the Lord. Lord, help our media in Jesus' name. If somebody has it, read it for me. If uh, somebody has it. Numbers chapter 11. Let's read together. When the people complained, it displeased the Lord. And the Lord heard it. And his anger was kindled. Eh? And the fire of the Lord burnt among them. 
and consumed them that were in the uttermost part of the camp. Have you seen it? So what was it that brought about the fire of God and the consummation? It was what? The complaints, the criticisms, the talking, talking, Lord, look at my this, look at my that, look at my... Some of you don't even like your body parts. Asukete. Somebody insulted you, Asukete. And uh, so every time you're walking around, when you see people, you know, that you are, yeah, Asukete, then you are hiding your whatever. You are hiding your ears. Meanwhile, somebody would rather be admiring the ears. Oh. You, are, you are hiding the ears. Somebody say, your legs are, their legs, they are big like timber locks. And so as you are walking around like that, and you look at somebody, somebody says, meanwhile, somebody's own is Korean. Pencil. And then yours, oh no, you don't like it. And you see, what you don't like, it shall be taken away. Yeah. There a priest said, I think that the first wife was, you know, he said, she, when the wife was a lot younger, you know these white girls, sometimes they want slim legs and all those kind of things. And, and so she, she, and her legs were relatively heavier. So she started despising her legs. And before she realized, she was having problems with it. She was having problems and she didn't know. So as we were praying, then the Holy Ghost just directed that you, you have been speaking against your legs. What to speak against will it serve you? Hello? I said, when you speak against something, will it help you? What you criticize will never come to you. What you criticize will never be positive on your side. So she had to confess that sin. And then when she prayed, simple prayer, she was healed. So maybe there is something, a problem you have. And it's because you may not have appreciated what you have. Maybe... Maybe you have been speaking against marriage. Or you spoke. That's why either the marriage has come on, or you are going through all kinds of things. Maybe you are speaking against children. Are you getting me? Yeah. I, you know why I'm saying that? When we were at the uni, head of the, these girls were saying, we are spinsters for Jesus. Yes, I remember them very well. I, I can remember their faces. Spinsters for Jesus. And they didn't know that whatever you say, it works for you. And I realized that one of them got into a relationship, the thing just broke, but oh, her heart was broken. The other ones to struggle, 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 struggle. No marriage for years. It was much, much, much later that she got connected to a man, certain man of God, and you know, and uh, by this divine coverings and prayer and discovery of those things, those words were revoked, and then she got married. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So much as an age group, people have children much, much, much older, and all those things. A child very young, because she used her mouth to criticize and to say something negative about their own marriage. Amen? So, criticism draws, takes away the presence of God. And praise and thanksgiving draws the presence of God unto us. Amen? Are you being blessed? Are you getting the teaching? So, from today, just thank the Lord. Eh? Thank the Lord. Count your blessings 
Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See them And it will surprise you. Number five, those who are prayerful have the presence of God. Acts 4.31 And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So when you pray, you, you, you pray, you have the presence of God. In Luke 9, 28 to 32, the Bible says that Jesus took Peter, James, and John to go and pray. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered and his raiment was white and glistering. So you see that as they went and prayed, Luke 9, 28 to 32, 31, you know, as he prayed, his countenance changed. So as he prayed, he attracted the presence of God. Amen? Now watch it. People who pray a lot, eh, who pray a lot, they don't grow. They, you don't, every time you see that, they look younger. Because God is ageless. So once they have the presence of God, you see that they keep looking younger and younger. If you engage in a lot of fasting and prayer, that is, shall be your portion. Receive it in Jesus' name. Number six. I'm just left with two points. Those who obey God have the presence of God with them. John 8.29. Write it. John 8.29. Those who obey God. You see, when you obey your madam, you always will have her to be with you. Is that not it? If you obey your boss, if you obey somebody, you have the approval of the person. And the person will be on your side. Eh? John 8, 29. He says, and he that, Jesus said, let's read together. He that sent me is with me. And the Father has not left me alone. Because I do always those things that please him. Amen. And what are the things that will please the Lord? He said, preach the word. Eh? Praise me. Worship me. Pray to me. So, do it. And this is, Jesus did all of them. So, when you do the instructions of God, bring here the tithe. And I open unto you the windows of heaven. Walk in holiness. Honor your father and mother. So, you see that as you're obeying the word of God, you automatically, listen to me, you don't need to do a lot of things. All you need to do is just to obey God. When you just simply obey God, all other things will fall in, in line. When we walk with the Lord, in the light of His words, what a glory He sheds on our way. While we do His good will, He abides with us still. of God is a product of pleasing God. Write it. It's a very powerful one. Write it. Write it in capital letters. The mighty presence of God is a product. It's a product of pleasing God. Number 
Nti sutie enema onyame nyunyam eba onchen. The mighty presence of God is a product of pleasing God. Amen. And disobedience to the call of God is the fast track route away from the presence of God. Disobedience to the call of God is the fast track route away from the presence of God. So when you disobey God's, you know, you, are, you move away from the presence of God. When Jonah disobeyed God, what happened? He ended up in the belly of the whale. In first, in Second Samuel, write the scripture. Second Samuel chapter eleven. We'll go and read that. Bible says, at the time when kings go to war, David should have gone to the battlefield, but he disobeyed God's word and he stayed in the palace. That is when he he saw Bathsheba and slept with Bathsheba. Bathsheba has been staying close to his house all the while because Bathsheba's husband was a chief security man for David. Are you getting me? But because every time. The, at the time kings don't go to war, the presence of God was there to protect him. So he didn't say that. By the time kings go to war, the presence of God had left the palace and gone to the battlefield. So David was in the palace without the presence of God. And that is how come he ended up sleeping in Bathsheba. And, and it opened the door for idolatry, sorry, adultery to enter into his family. Are you here with me? So learn to just decide that what does God, God's word say about this? My feeling tells me this. Honor your father and mother. But the way daddy behaved, I don't like it. I won't. Wives. Wives, submit to your husband. This man, Tolega man, me, I should, uh, no submission. Eh. You have missed God's presence. Husbands, love. This woman, she's too troublesome. She's not lovable. You see, you have disobeyed the word of God. But when you obey the word of God, you have the presence. And finally, finally, those who ask for the presence of God, those who ask for the presence of God, ask Tell somebody, ask. <laughs> ask for the presence of God. Eh? Matthew 7, 7 to 9. What does it say? Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. For everyone that asks, receives. And he that seeks, finds. And to him that knocks, it shall be opened unto him. Amen. Now, why do you have to ask? Because Moses asked for the presence. And he got it. Exodus 33. 15 to 17, write it. Two scriptures and we are done. You have done very well. Exodus chapter 33, 15 to 17. Read it. I will show you something. David, Moses said, If your presence go not with me, then carry us not from here. That means that I cannot go along with the ministry if I don't have your presence. Eh? Yes. Then 16. Then he asked a question. How will it be known here that I and your people have found grace in your sight? Is it not in that you go with us? So shall we be separated, I and your people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Then verse 17, let's read it together. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that you have spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, 
and I know thee by thy name. I will do this thing. What is that this thing? Asking for the presence. So Moses asked for the presence. God said, you ask for the presence, I'll give to you. So when you ask for the presence, God will give to you. Most of the time we ask for money and we ask for material things, but ask for the presence. And in the presence are all the other things. And the final scripture is in Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11. Verse 11 to 13. Especially zeroing on the verse 13. That's our last scripture. Amen. There are many people who are concerned about their perfumes, their outward appearance, their dresses. But Moses was more interested in having the presence of God. Someone say, the presence of God. Yeah. Jesus taught us to ask for God's presence. So, let us see what Jesus is teaching us about the presence of God. Let's read together. If a son shall ask bread. This one, everybody should know. All the children in the house, read it. So that when you go home, they ask you, what did you read? What did you learn from church? He said that they taught about who should have the presence of God. And how do we get the presence of God? Ask him for the presence. Children like asking. So, for, with all you're asking, ask for the presence. And I think it's a prayer that you must pray every day. All you're asking, ask for the presence of God. So let's read together. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody get a thing for me. Okay. Will he give him what? A stone. Has a father ever asked giving stone to children? If they don't have, they will tell you I don't have or something. But to give stone to, to your child. And if he asks for fish, will he give him a, a cobra? Anaconda? Eh? Has your father give you snakes yet? Daddy, I want kinky and fish. And then you ask for the kinky, he said, stone. Fish, he said, get viper. Get a cobra. Get anaconda. Get what type of snake do you have again? Python. Who? Boy day. Buffy day from the different families. Okay. Onanka. He will give you onanka. Eh? You ask for fish, then they are giving you onanka. Or he asked for an egg. I want egg. Children, have you asked for egg before? And did mommy or daddy give you scorpion? To come and sting you. Oh. Then look at what he said. This is the sayings of Jesus. Just for you to believe that when you ask for things, you get it. Are you getting me? So he said that if you then being evil, it means actually we human beings, we are not nice. We are not good. Know how to give good gifts unto our, your children. How much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit? To them that ask him. That means that those who ask him for the Holy Spirit, he will give them the Holy Spirit. So let me give you one assurance. When 
you want to pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Never be afraid that when you pray for the Holy Spirit, what you received was a demonic spirit. Many years ago, they used to say, maybe the thing you got is not the Holy Spirit. It's not. No, no, no. If you ask for the Holy Spirit, what you are getting is the Holy Spirit. At least from the scripture. Amen. Devil cannot give you another kind of spirit. That Lord, give me the Holy Spirit. You are the presence of God. God, I want the Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit. Then Satan will come and fill you with another spirit. No, it doesn't work that way. He cannot. He cannot. Unto me. So what you have is the Holy Spirit. So when you ask for the Holy Spirit, He will give you the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. I said receive the Holy Spirit. So in a short while, we are going to rise up and we are going to pray for the Holy Spirit. Who are those who get the presence of God? Number one, those who preach the gospel. Number two, those who fellowship. Is that right? Fellowship. So the less fellowship, you see, when you take charcoal, uh, a coal from the fire, what happens? It, it dies easily. But when it's with the rest, it stands. So everybody needs, including the we the pastors, I need fellowship. So when I come to church, I want to be in church. I want to chat with you. Iron sharpened iron. So as you are there, they are blessing me. I'm blessing you to you. You are also blessing me. Choir is singing. This one is doing. When I see your face, it's an encouragement. Fire for fire. And we are doing fine together. Amen. Number three. Those who praise God. Is that right? Good. You have the praise. Then number four. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving what? Draws the presence of God. It's a protocol to enter into God's earth. So once you thank Him, God says, I'm available for you. Are you getting me? Once you thank Him, God says, what next do you want? <laughs> so let me give you a key. One of the things to do to get more of the things of God is catalog the things God has done for you. Lord, I remember you did this for me. I went to the labor world. You gave me there. You gave me Esenam. That's your first word. You are giving me Eliana. Eliana. Then Maka. Then Joel. So what next? If you have given me this, then other things. And you have given me your only son, Jesus. How much more with him also not give me or any other thing? If you could give me Jesus, then to give me Brazilian hair. And to give me what is Brazilian hair? And to give me a new car. And to give me a house. If bears have the houses, me too, can't I get house? So name them. Tell God. When you tell God. And when you can thank God for specific things. Are you getting that revelation? Power. Thank God for specific things. And you see God. And even as you come to church, thank God for our church here. And thank God that God has also blessed you. The pastor who will take his time and be teaching the word of God. Say, Lord, my pastor is not perfect. He may not be like other pastors. But at least you give me a pastor. <laughs> Are you guys me? You, you'll be so surprised. You'll be so surprised. Some don't have pastors. Who? Yes. A lot of, they, they go to church, but they don't have pastor. You see, you can go to a church and the preacher is preaching, but he's not a pastor to you. Let something happen to you and see whether you... He's not a pastor to you. He's not a father to you. Sorry? 
Only at Ajemao. Call his phone and see. And find out whether he's really praying for you. Yes. See, for years I've known you. You go and come and you your power. You are my member. You, you, are, you, are, you are my son. It's true. Everybody that has come to me, my, no matter what you have done, I love you. It's true. I, I, I was sharing something with somebody and the person was mad and said, so daddy, how you do you feel when all these people do this and this and they go and then they come and I say, you know what? When the prodigal son left his father's house and he went, I listen to me. It's not a recipe for people to misbehave, but I just want to show you something. When the prodigal son left his father's house and go, God is a God of love and reconciliation. And I said that. It was a father who was rather seeking and looking out for his son to come and to embrace him. He said, come, come. Because I know sometimes you get a, a point that your mind is not working the way it ought to work. Because you, many people have misunderstood their fathers. But at the point in time, I realized, oh, no, 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 my father was right. Or my mother was right. I thought they were colo, but now I understand them. Some of you, after your first birth or two, you respect your mother more. Some of you, after marriage, now you can appreciate your father. When the dad is not there, you have to give chop money. And your wife can do her face like, like that. And say, no, no, daddy was trying you. Yeah, trying. So count your blessings, name them one by one. Number five, number what? Those what? Who obey. When you obey God, He will never leave you. Number five. Those who are? No, 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 no. Those who are prayerful. Prayer is five. N number six is? Obey. And number seven? Ask. Amen. Seven points. Perfection. Stand to your feet. If you can. And lift your hand and say, Lord, give me your presence. Give me your presence. I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Every hour. Every hour. I need Presence. Every hour I 
just in a minute ask for the presence of God and ask for one particular thing that you want to see in the month of July ask for the presence of God one particular thing that you want to see happen in your life as you move into from today in the name of Jesus ask for the presence ask for his presence ask for his power ask for his glory tell Lord I want you and I need you his presence will draw the things you need unto you. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Holy Spirit of God, we hear you, we hear you. Come and have your own way with us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we ask today for your presence as we preach the gospel. May we enjoy your presence as we fellowship and we praise and thank you. May we experience your presence. As we pray and call on you, may we enjoy your presence. As we obey you, may your presence come unto us. And as we ask May you meet us at the point of our needs. Jesus, amen. Let your presence canopy us. Amen. May your presence protect your people. Yes, Lord. May your presence lead us. Amen. Deliver us from evil. Amen. May your presence provide. Yes, Lord. Protect us. Amen. Promote us. Amen. And preserve our lives. Amen. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. And now I pray. Anyone sick any part of your body, may you touch. Yes. If you are sick any part of your body, put your hand over there. Somebody, God is touching your knees right now. God is touching your knees right now. In the precious name of Jesus. Somebody, God is touching and healing your gallbladder right now. Your gallbladder is being healed right now. You came in here, you're feeling the pool in your tummy. God is healing you right now. In the name of Jesus. Somebody, your heart has been pounding. God is healing you right now. In the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Son of the living God. Somebody, you dreamt of an accident. A dream of an accident. There's an accident. God is delivering you. May the Lord deliver you from that any form of accident. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. That car will not topple over. Now I decree and declare that may the angels of God ward off any spear and arrows directed at you. May your life be preserved from evil. Amen. And may you receive uncommon provision, protection, and preservation. Amen. May God give you a new song and a testimony. May He bless the work of your hands. In Jesus' precious name. Everybody say a big amen. Amen. Give amen. God a hand of praise. Hallelujah. Before we take our seat, if you are here and say, Preacher, I want to give my life to Jesus, I want Him to be the Lord and Master of my life. I want my name to be, my sins to be forgiven and my name to be written in the Lamb's book of life. Raise your right hand wherever you are. Don't feel shy. I'd like to pray with you. I'd like to pray with you. 
I'd like to pray with you. Okay. Father, thank you for the lives of your people. I pray that they be preserved in you. Amen. And make us so witness in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.